Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, I'm Ethan Suplee. Welcome to American Glut. Outside of acting, my two favorite things to do are diet and eat. I have a very complicated relationship with food, and on this podcast, we're going to talk about all of it. Food as entertainment. Food as sport. Food as fuel. I'll talk to experts and the average person, just like you and me. I hate to ask you to do anything, but if you're enjoying the show... Please take a moment to like, subscribe, rate, review, all of the above on whatever app you're getting it from. My guest today is Kyle Carnahan, who runs the group Superhuman Fathers. We talk about how we can level up as fathers. You can find him on Instagram at Superhuman Fathers. Kyle Carnahan, welcome to the American Glutton Podcast. Thank you, bro. Honored. Honored. How'd this happen so fast, too? I know. Like, we, hey. we put this together really fast. I saw what you were doing. I was like, we got to have a conversation. Really special for me. I mean, I've known about you for a long time. And then I, I saw through social media what you did. And I mean, it's right up where my heart's at. Yeah. I want I want to ask you about your group, Superhuman Fathers. And like, I, I think there's just just from the name i go like okay this is a necessary thing like i'm a father and and sometimes it's hard to be a father and like guidance is helpful and then i looked at what you were doing and a lot of it begins with a physical transformation that you put these guys through so what what is the impetus for that it comes down to this one a man who can't suffer cannot lead it's not possible two the average man inspires no one not even your kids or your wife and three, you got to be disciplined and regimented in everything in your life in order to be successful. And that's in family, that's in business, that's in spirituality, and that's in fitness. It's very easy and tangible in fitness and nutrition. You see it. You can, you can check the box. You know where you're at. You know how many pounds you lost, how many pounds you gained. You know your body fat, right? So it's easy to see and and be excited about it because you see change whereas spirituality family it's kind of nebulous it's like how do how do we measure this so if we start there it's tough and if we start with business man that can be a black hole too right <laughs> so 
Not to say fitness guys, you can, you could be ripped and be an asshole for sure. If you're one dimensional and you're just like, I'm just ripped, but I suck as being a dad and I don't make any money and I'm, I have no connection to God or the universe or anything. And I'm selfish. Like, yeah, that's a problem, but we're working on one at a time. And when you start with fitness, if you do it right with the right mindset, it'll just bleed over into the rest. How did this start for you? Where, 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 where did this begin? Started with me being one insecure two being an asshole three having anger problems with my wife and my kids being a fireman, you know, um, going lack of sleep for a long time, coming home and feeling nothing for my family, like almost violent towards them. Actually, like, I don't know what that was. It was just like angst and stress. And, um, and, and I'd always be like, okay, this time I'm not going to yell at my kids. I'm not going to. And then five minutes, I was like, what the fuck's wrong with me? Why can't I stop this? And I realized that I was actually mellow compared to most dads when I started talking to guys of what was really going on out there in your neighbor's houses. And, and a lot of people listening to this, they know because they've experienced getting hit by their dad, constantly just getting beat down by their dad, where I was beating myself up bad for ha just having short little meltdowns, you know? People are like, man, you're doing really good. And I'm like, holy shit. And so this started with, with a group called Assholes Anonymous. That was our first group. Really? Uh -huh. We still have it today. Every Monday morning at eight o'clock, we had 75 men on our Assholes Anonymous call this morning. And uh, there was enough man tears on the call this morning to fill up a jacuzzi. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome that you got you got a place for dads to vent, you know, and to, to have that uh, relief valve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is what I found is the only way this works. You got to turn yourself into a savage, unstoppable beast that men look at and go like, I'll follow that guy. Right. And then you get him on a call and you share all your bullshit with them, all, all just vulnerable, vomited. They go, that's awkwardly uncomfortable. He would share that with me. And then you cry in front of them and then they go, holy shit, we could do that here. That's allowed. And you're like, that's right. Not only is it allowed, it's expected here. We love you. Like, the truth is is the only thing that is allowed here. No matter how painful it is, it's the only way we're going to get to the other side. And so guys are able to just let go. And then what happens? Their, their heart changes. Their spirit changes. They start listening. And then their body just saran wraps. Yeah. And that, and that, um, that, those transformations, that is the beginning of the superhuman father's aspect, or that's uh, the, the latter portion of Assholes Anonymous. It, it is. It, Assholes Anonymous is one of our meetings and groups within Superhuman Fathers. So as soon as you join Superhuman Fathers, we're like, all right, dude, here's your workouts. Here's your macros. What's your wake up time? You're going to report your macros every day to your coaches and everyone's going to see it. You're going to report your wake up time. So we see when you're up, when you're not. And, uh, we're going to get you in, in communication with the group chat. And then we're going to get you the, all the, the zoom times, which are our round tables. We have five round tables a week. Um, we have a lot because connection equals adherence. Like when you feel like you're at war with these guys, like you're going, you, you'd rather die than fail the team and your, and your coaches. Like that's where we need people to be at. So they get set up immediately right out the gates in the fitness and, and they're expected to follow through with the basics, wake up times, fitness, nutrition, with an overarching idea of our minds now, 
are focused on one thing throughout the day, other than nutrition, emotional responses. And so we start watching them and writing about them and journaling about them and reporting them. Like, how are we showing up? And how is the feeling and vibration that we're bringing to our family? How is that received from us? So like our, our guys start looking at our wife, like, what are they feeling in my presence right now? Like, what are my kids feeling? Are they scared? Are they nervous? Are they, are they connect? Are they comfortable? Are they inspired? Or, or do they lack confidence? Because we've been beating them down for so long. Like the father's scar is so real and we all have them. And we're trying to minimize that as much as possible now. And when these guys start to actually listen and start to look at their lives, they're, they're, they're realizing like, I've been treating my daughter like this for 10 years and holding her back or whatever, you know, or they hold grudges. I haven't talked to my son for five years because that one thing he said, they're like, what have I, what have I been doing, man? It's you know? really interesting, this thing of taking it out of your head and writing it down and examining it that way, because I do, I can relate to so much of what you're saying that for many years in my life. I would be on this cycle of of behavior that I didn't like, and I'd go, I'm not going to do that anymore. And that was about as far into it as I would get. And then I'd catch myself a few times, and then I'd go like have this amnesic experience where I'd, I'd black out or something or just wake up having done it again and go, well, I'm failing at not doing this thing. But I wouldn't yeah. really examine it. And, yeah. you know, whether it's like I'm not going to eat at the checkout line of Best Buy. Every time I go in there, they get me with the fucking Kit Kats or something. As I'm checking out, you got to run the gauntlet of candy to get out of yeah. Best Buy. And it gets me every time. And this time I'm not going to do it. And then I black out and come to in my car with a, a bunch of Skittles wrappers or something on my lap, right? Yes. And I think there is something super valuable about taking it out of your head and deconstructing what's happening in that moment. What yeah. is what is getting me to do this? Because it is largely, I think, these emotional things we recognize within ourselves that we're then we're then going like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be doing that thing. Yeah. But how how am I how am I attacking it really? Uh huh. We uh, and and I bet you can connect with this. Like, we tie our daily habits to like great spiritual power, right? And so. Like if I eat this Kit Kat, I'm going to show up different today for my wife, for my kids, for the world, right? Like I'm meant for this purpose to show up today in power, God's power. And he can't give it to me. If I keep going back, he can't give it to me, right? And so I look at it like poison. I'm done. I'm done. I need that power. I got to show up. I got things to do in this world. And and that, that once a guy gets that, now we're starting to be aware, like, ooh, that, that's dangerous. I don't want to lose power. I don't want to lose my opportunity to serve and help somebody today, right? Because if you're off, you might miss that opportunity to change somebody's life. Or shit, you're in, you have run a business. Like you're the man, you're the leader. So when you show up vibrating high, just full of spiritual power, guess what, bro? You're going to make more money. Like that's just a fact. So like you start putting shit in your body, that burns that power out. You're going to show up. Lack of confidence. Damn, man, I'm such a bitch. I can't even follow through with anything. I can't trust myself. How am I supposed to run this company? Mm -mm. 
No. We start collecting wins the second we get up. We get up fucking early. If you throw a cold shower in there, please do. Like, do some hard shit so that when you show up to the office, you're like, I'm going to crush it today. You know? It, it It is amazing when you have to be responsible for somebody else, what that can do. And like, and like you, you're relating it to business also. I don't, I don't have a business in which, I mean, I do. Cause I, I will sometimes like, I, I won't be late. This is one of, I, I'd rather be a half an hour early than a minute late. And so I, you know, if, if I look at the, the estimate on my app that says how long it's going to get there and it says 45 minutes, I'm for sure going to give it an hour. Right. That's just me because I do feel some sense that there, I show up to work and I'm not the boss, but there are 200 people that can't do their job if I'm not there. And so therefore I am responsible for them to that degree. But when you're the boss, you are kind of the parent of that company. Right. And so it's a similar thing in that way. When you're a parent and you are a hundred percent responsible for this other human being, it does change something. And and that's why I think the failures of fatherhood could be so much worse than just, you know, like, what do I care what happens to me? If I'm not responsible for somebody else, I can be a drug addict. I can eat whatever I want. It doesn't matter. I don't really care for myself or I never did. But the minute I became responsible for other people, the stakes are so much higher that it's yeah. kind of like you, you're going to fuck that person's life up too. Yeah. My, my brother, um, he's, he's our head coach and he had his, his own massive transformation and struggle and overcame it. He said, this concept is the only concept that pulled him free. He said, I didn't realize how an average man like me could change the world just with my discipline because he would now walk into a room and he was vibrating so high that he'd have these powerful conversations with people, life-changing conversations, just a Spanish teacher. And and people around him would start to change their lives just because of his presence. And he's like, what is this? And I was like, that's alignment. That's being tapped in. You found it, man. Run with that. That's it. And so he was like, I get it now. I get it. So he just went all the way. I mean, the guy's just one of the most disciplined humans on the planet now, runs my whole coaching team, Spanish teacher. Like we got all, we got the highest level people in our group, man. We got like our net worth is, I don't know, billion dollars. There's probably a couple guys that own most of that, but you know, like we got high level dudes and we got special operators and ex seals. And my brother, the Spanish teacher, because of how he's living today, is able to lead them. Not what he did in the past, but but today, because it's hard. I don't care who you are or what you've done. It's hard. And it only gets harder as we get older. When you can see somebody who's normal, average, doing at such a high level, man, that is inspiring. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. And I think that anybody, you know, I I think like you talked about having guys to be accountable for. And I find, you know, there's, there's studies. So like if people need science on it and it's not just anecdotal, there are studies that obesity can be socially contagious meaning like if you're around obese people you have a higher propensity to become obese yourself so you know just i think just like joining a gym like as if as a first step if you want to break out of it go surround yourself with like-minded people you know you want to be sober don't go hang out in the crack house every night don't go to the bar 
go hang out with sober people for a little while and and yeah. be around people who are trying to do this thing you want to do right like i'm it becomes tricky because i i know there's a lot of obesity within families also and 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 I, it, in no way am i saying turn your back on your family but i but i do think that surrounding yourself with a group whose intentions are aligned with your own is not a bad thing to do yeah and sometimes people have to go on a sabbatical and leave for a while become strong and then return into the darkness as the light right yeah because if they don't if they have the strength themselves yet to to thrive in that environment you're very difficult so there may be a time where you're just like i got to get out of here for a year i got to get out of here i got to leave i'll be back i'll be back a different human right for sure yeah i mean yeah for me there was a there was a real moment of like trying to stay sober but not changing any of my uh my routine at all right it was just like no yeah. i'm just gonna be the sober guy amongst we should all try again this. today yeah yeah i'm just gonna yeah. try again today's gonna be different right and and it just didn't it didn't work for me and you know uh I, when I really got serious about diet, I had a wife and kids and it was kind of like, they're not, you know, my kids might insist on going to eat ice cream every night, but I'm in control of whether that happens or not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're not yeah. running the ship. I, I, yeah. I you know, so yeah. yeah, that's cool, man. Uh, and, and, and taking those thoughts journaling, you said, you said you had people really look into that. That's a powerful thing to do, man. You know, it is. it is. I mean, like, 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 let's be real. Like this shit's hard. It's hard right now. Like I want food right now. <laughs> like I, my addiction is food, bro. Like I'm a food addict. I think about it all the time. I look in the pantry like 10 times a day and I'm like, what am I doing, man? Like I recently just swore off everything but whole foods. Like that was like the hardest thing for me because I like e even the freaking protein bar snacks. I was like, fuck this. I'm I'm just done. It controls me. So I was like, so this was like eight weeks ago. So I was like, that's it. Whole foods only. Well, what do I start doing? I start eating a shit ton more. So now I'm like, I, I changed the food, but because the pressure is more and the stress is higher, now I'm like not hitting my macros. I'm eating too much. And I'm like, there's always this little thing you're fighting. There's like, it gets replaced with a new like dopamine thing that your brain is after, you know, yeah. you're always just chipping away, getting a little more discipline, going to the next level, you know? So, you know, I, now, now it's like, okay, all whole foods, measure your shit, stay, just stay in control. Like, cause I'll, I mean, now like a, my wife will cook a tri-tip and I'm like, did I just eat that whole fucking thing? I'm like, I just binged on this fucking tri-tip and then ate like 14 apples. Well, no, but, I mean, but this is this is also the problem with the, the echo chambers on online right now, because there there is a, a very big push within the diet world where it's like you don't have to worry about macros. If you eat whole foods, you can eat, you know, because like I, I am a I'm a lifelong fat guy. You tell me that I don't have to measure anything. I'm going to be doing <laughs> shots of olive oil. And yeah, eat dude, and, you know, eat it butter, dude, all yeah. of it. And then you're like, hey, is whole grain bread on, on that? That's kind of a whole food, right? Cool. Right. Yeah. Six loaves. Like, bro. Yeah, it, it's, you, you still have to, there's still 
there's still some kind of responsibility to quantities, right? I will overeat yeah. whole foods. I'll do oh, it. Hell yeah. Like triple. Like it's crazy. I, you know, and I, I talked to a lot of people and they hit me up and they're like, they're like, oh, well, I eat, I eat healthy, you know? So I, I eat clean. I okay. eat clean. So yeah. I think it's just genetic. And I'm like, oh, bro. I mean, come on, dude. Like, I, you know, he's just running a train on a can of pistachios or some shit. <laughs> right. Macadamia nuts. That's yeah, smashing them. And it's like, it's dark chocolate. It's, yeah. it's healthy. Right. You know, it's just. No, I, I do think like, especially if you're interested in weight loss, anything that is sold to you as like, you don't have to worry about how much you eat. I, I, I am very suspicious of that. Like keto, you can just do keto and you don't have to, you know, you never have to worry about how much you eat. Okay. Well, at some point, how much eat's going to matter and you're not going to be losing weight anymore. And I can eat be a 17 problem. pounds of ribeye, dude. No problem. I can Me put too. This. Yeah. Right. Put some you butter know, on it. Some salt. Yeah. Dude, all whole foods. Right. Dude. Like it's like, uh, and, and there are people that are like, yeah, well, I don't, you know, I don't really have that problem with food. Well, hey, good for you, bro. Because yeah. like my people are hungry people, man. Like we're we we're, we're like a rehab for food addicts over here, dude. You yeah. know? And and, and and that seems to be a big theme with what you guys do, right? Yeah, like overcoming food, man. Like that, like, like just the the grip it has on us. And it's it's just like still a struggle for me, man. Like, you know, and people don't see it, they're like, Oh yeah, but you're jacked and you're ripped and lean. And it's like, it's not about that. It's not about that. It's about a substance controlling my spirit. Like, I don't want that. I want yeah. to be free. And the only way to be free is to be able to sit in suffering. You have to deny it. You have to be able to say, I don't need you. I'm willing to sit in this place of discomfort where I require some dopamine right now in order to do anything. No. We learn to let our spirits make the decision, not the chemicals in our brain, right? That's the difference because you can take two different people and they're still at the same dopamine level in their head. One's just attacking life, discipline, crushing, happy. And the other is like, I'm depressed. I need medication. It's like, that's weird. Like, who's making the call here? And that's the story you tell yourself. Like, that's the power story. Like, how is this really affecting our lives? And am I a selfish prick that just needs, needs, needs? Or am I looking to give and serve and impact the world? Is that more important to me? And if you're not there yet, guess what you have to do? You got to serve and you got to, you have to do the things in order to learn that it's better. It's a better route. It's a better choice. You have a more enjoyable life if you sacrifice for others and you have purposeful, meaningful suffering, meaning restraint, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I haven't found any success through um, anything that, that removed those obstacles, you know, that bypassed those obstacles that said, we're going to take this suffering off the table. We're going to yeah. make it or, <laughs> or if it, or if it shortened the runway a lot, right? Like you suffer for a moment and then you never have to think about it again. Right. You know, like some crash diet or some kind of rehab that gets you through it. And then says, you know, once you get out of this rehab, you never have to think about it again. Those have, um, 
And again, this is anecdotal to me, but it's also been my experience from viewing many other people who have tried to do this, that they're very short lived. Yep. And, and until you get kind of okay with, well, you know, look, we're trading suffering because either side of it, they're suffering. So it's just which version of suffering do you want to, do you want to deal with? That's the most beautiful thing right there. It's so beautiful because I, I want to be in control. I like that suffering. I want to be in control of my suffering. I want yeah. to choose it. I don't want it to choose me, you know? Right. And Everything else is kind of reactionary, right? It's like very much. Yeah. And, and the suffering we choose also develops this massive self-respect and this love for yourself that you can now give. Because if we take the other side. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. We just take the easy path and just let life happen to us. We we inevitably will hate ourselves, and then 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 we're a lone man in the wilderness. We can't give anything. We can't give what we haven't earned. So if we haven't earned love for ourselves, like we, how are we going to be a father, a husband? Like it's not going to happen. We're going to just be low vibration. And that that kind of self love that you're talking about, like you can almost see it like a video game. Like your your power reserves are building up every time you overcome, yeah. right? Because yeah. the suffering isn't this permanent state. You go through it. You get through it. You make it through that moment, that moment, yeah. the, the wave hits you. You're going in the pantry. You're opening the pantry. You're looking yeah. around and you're going, wait, what, what, if the, what the fuck am I doing? And you're turning around your power reserve just built up more every time. I think it builds up more and you get that self-love and you feel that confidence and you know, like I'm equipped to, to win. Right. And I think that's what you're talking about. That vibration, that feeling of confidence that you can beat it. Yeah. And it works in the reverse too. Every time you fail, it goes negative and you go into a dark hole with the, the, the reverse power reserve of defeat. You know, and there's something special about being a man that can just handle it, you know? And then, and then there's those beautiful moments like right now like this conversation like flow state man i i don't want nothing right now like we're i'm good right you know? like right now i'm good i don't need anything yeah 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 beautiful moments and then you get to just be you your powerful self right like the man that's prepared to have this conversation and and you get to share it 
It's it's like this, when you're living your purpose, you don't need that shit. And then and then inevitably we're human beings, so we start getting a little selfish and a little needy, and that's when the suffering comes, you know. And so the more we can be in purpose. In our purpose, people are like, well, what is my purpose? Man, your purpose is to bless the people around you, to teach and bless and lift and create and expand and make the world a better place. Like when you are actually doing that, you will want for nothing. And then we'll have little moments of like, man, I really could use a snack right now, you know, because we just fall out of it. And then we're back in this like, ah, you know? Yeah. I But, but you know what, though, I, to, to your point, like, when you are actively doing that, I think, I think for for me, uh, the moments that those temptations come are not when I'm actively helping my kids with homework, having a philosophical conversation with them, you know, talking about life, doing something to what your point is. I'm I'm invincible in those moments. It's in between. It's like yeah. I'm not doing anything right now, right? I'm, I'm like when this call's over, dude. Like right. when this call, we're like that was a great call. That all of a sudden you're like, hmm, what's for dinner? Yeah, little adrenaline <laughs> dump. I've got a little bit of time on my hands, and I'm yeah. not doing anything. Watching TV for me was always a killer. We, you know, we got rid of uh, cable television years ago because. Nothing good happened. What we're watching yeah. the news, we're getting just depressed by the state of the yeah. world. And yeah. and then we could walk outside and look around and go, it's not so fucking bad. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like the sun's kind of nice, man. Like yeah. do this more often. Yeah. <laughs> oh, those moments are uh are they still happen. I think no matter what, you 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 find yourself in those moments. They sneak up on you because I do think there's part of it that is designed to try to get you in that moment to tempt oh, you, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's like this lit this literally this like entity or devil or resistance or something that's just waiting. It's like waiting, oh wait till he comes out of this flow state. I'm going to fuck right. him up good, yeah. you know? And then you start twitching, you're like I just need like something, you know, whatever it is. Like I recently, I'm a fireman, dude. We do the nicotine pouches. Oh yeah. Like the Zins and there. Yeah. So you know all about it, dude. So like forever, bro. Like two months ago, same thing. It was like, I pop one in. I was like, Oh, and it's like, these own you bitch. I was like, no, 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 no. I don't know. I don't want to give them up, but it was just like, you don't have the balls, do you? And I'm like, no, stop it. Stop it. And so I was like, I was like, I was just, dude, I was tripping. And I go downstairs and I took this big bag, like a hundred dollars worth of them. Cause in California, they got rid of the flavors. So my, my, my wife bought me a bunch of them. She's like, well, I got all the flavors for you. I went and put them in the trash. I was like, boys, get in here. Have my kids come in. I go, look at this shit. I'm throwing them away. And my wife's like, why are you throwing away? I just bought those. She's like, no, no, they, they don't cause cancer. There's no tobacco in them. You know, <laughs> right. she's like trying to convince me. I was like, no, it's it's spoken. The fucking voice spoke. Like, I know this is where my power lies on the other side. And, and truly there's no good or bad here. It's just, it is what spoke to me. It's the yeah. same thing. People are like, Kyle, you don't eat protein bars anymore. Are they bad? I'm like, no, 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 nothing is bad or good. It's like your connection with, with whatever speaks to you. That's what you listen to. And when it will always take things from you, it will always do that at different levels, different stages. You'll have this sense like, hey, it's time. Yeah. You're like, 
shit. And it's always going to be hard, but it will always empower you on a level that you never even thought possible. Yeah. And that now is exciting to me. So now I'm listening and I'm waiting for the next one. And, and, and I'll listen now and I'll act no matter how difficult it is. For some people, it might be alcohol. It might be porn. It might be anger, right? It's no different than a food addiction. It's anything. Yeah. And, and, and then, and then it might be something that is like, that you'd be like, that's weird. Why would, why would, why would I feel to take that away? Like, like you have a problem with coffee. You're overdoing coffee. Totally. could be something like that, but it's just speaks to each person as an individual. And that's been really cool in my group to have guys announce what they're, what's being spoken to them. Like, what do they need to do? What do they need to give up? Yeah. And it's like this direct connection to deity. That's like, that knows you specifically. And it's like, this is what you're going to put on the altar in order for you to rise. It's not for me. It's for you to rise. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It it is interesting. Uh, And I have tried very hard to uh, reduce my own judgments of other people because I can't know what they're going through, but, but it, it, it happens sometimes where I do have that judgment and then I got to catch myself and go, that's that dude's deal. I can't be, I, whatever his deal is, that's his deal. And I don't know. I have my own deal, you know? Yep. And that's like, what stage, what stage is that person at? And like, what's speaking to them and what, what are they working on right now? That like somebody may have just kicked fucking meth, you know? Right. And, and maybe they're smoking cigarettes and you're like, like, bro, that dude just kicked meth. Yeah. You know, he's doing pretty good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I also think that some people can't see the big stuff until they get through some of the small stuff, you know, like they, they got to quit the, quit the little things before they can yeah. really confront the big stuff that that works too sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. That's true too. And it's the same as like, like nutrition and fitness bleeding over into the rest of your life. It's like, it's the same thing. And it, it's the same muscle you use to kick any addiction. It's the same muscle. Yeah. You know, and, and, and man, tying spiritual power to these little things. I'm telling you, this is, this is what I see these guys. I mean, you see how ripped I get my guys. Like, you yeah, know, that they, they look hurts. incredible. Those before and afters look incredible. My men will suffer and then they stay lean. That's the thing. Like we teach them how to live that way. How? Because I fucking live that way. My brother lives that way. My other coach, Chris lives that way. We've been doing it for years. So, you know, and people are like, oh, that's not sustainable. It's like, it's sustainable. If you truly believe the power that you're receiving from it, you know, then it is. If you're li- a living example. That's how you live your life. Like, I'm going to be a living example to show people what's possible with discipline. And it's really important, I think, to have um, a group of people to be accountable for that. That's even outside of the family, you know, because I think for me uh, as a sober guy, I couldn't go and sit down with my wife and relate to her stuff I'm struggling with. I think I would just freak her out. You know what I mean? It wouldn't, she's not the right person to talk to about that. She, she's, she doesn't have those issues. So if I sat down and said, Hey, I'm, I'm really having a hard day with this today. I think, I, I think it would just freak her out. Um, but I have guys who I can talk to about that and I can open up and be vulnerable to and accountable to them. Of course, I'm always accountable to my wife. Um, 
but I just think the hat, the jobs are different, you know? Yeah. I, I can't even imagine not having my tribe and, you know, I mean, I got my tribe. I'm part of multiple other tribes. I'm part of uh, wake up warrior with Garrett white. I, I'm part of that. I'm part of the ascend brotherhood. I'm like, I, I, I follow other coaches and groups just to keep myself accountable, man, at a high level, because I know that, that there's a, there's a demon in me that wants to slip every day, man. You know, and we see it all the time. Guys doing great in life. All of a sudden their whole life falls apart because they just start unraveling because of just little things that add up. Yeah. You know, we're not safe. You know? Yeah, that that's that's a crazy thing because those, you know, I think, you know, you, you have some guys who 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 I hear like, oh, he just was sober 20 years went out and banged a bag of dope and died right and 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 i go like okay but i suspect that there was a bunch of little shit that led up to that a bunch of little decisions were made that where he went i probably shouldn't do that i'm gonna do it anyway and it, and it probably didn't start off with drugs or alcohol or something like that or for you and me food right it wasn't that I went out and ate 16 pizzas and blew a hole in my stomach on night one, right? I didn't gain a hundred pounds overnight. It starts yeah. out small, right? It's like, I shouldn't eat another bite of that. And then you do anyways. And then, yeah. and then that becomes routine where you're three bites deep and you're going, I, sh I, I probably shouldn't have had those three bites I already had. Right. Yeah. And the next thing, you know, you're hitting drive throughs and, and, I think that the the power of that kind of discipline, it's really hard to get to. And then, you know, there's a lot of people nowadays that kind of knock it and go like, you don't have to be that rigorous. And it's like, motherfucker, you don't know what my life was like. You have yeah. no idea where I'm coming from. Yeah. You don't know the pain, man. You don't know. They don't know. And and some of them are in the pain and they don't even know they're in it because they've been in it so long. You're like, you don't know how glorious your life could be, man. Sometimes, man, you just need somebody there with you who's just like, this sucks, right? Yeah. No motherfuckers are doing this like us. You got this. I need you, right? When you have that, you're like, okay. All right. All right. Let's do this. Yeah. That's awesome. That's you know? fantastic. So how many guys have you put through this program? Uh, well, I mean, we're one, once I got you, I'm, I'm trying to keep you forever because it's a forever battle, right? Once a superhuman father, like forever, like you, you got to always hold your feet to the fire because guys, I've had guys too that get, they get ripped, right? Especially in the beginning, because I was kind of learning my own philosophy, right? And they'd get a couple guys get ripped and they're like, well, what do I do now? I go, what do you mean? What do you do now? They're like, I did it. I go, you didn't do shit. Now you got to maintain this motherfucker. You thought that was hard getting there? No, that's the, the hardest battle is staying there. Try to keep it for 10 fucking years and not shit the bed, bro. Like that's welcome to day one. And they're like, well, don't I get to enjoy life or whatever? I'm like, what does that even mean? What are you asking me? You want to go jerk off with pizza some more that make you feel good before? Like, right. is that what you're after? What but did you I, learn here? But Kyle, I do think that a lot of people who go into fitness with that as a goal, I'll be able to jerk off with pizza and I'll be okay. <laughs> if I lose yep. this weight, I yeah. can go back to whatever I was doing and it won't happen to me again. That's, right. Which that is, is it's cognitive dissonance, man. It's backwards thinking. Fat 
thin, fat, thin, fat, and never really getting where they wanted to go because their mind never was like, I let go. I just let go. I don't need that shit anymore. Don't you want to enjoy life, Kyle? Oh, if you could only imagine my life. Like, well, on top of the mental baggage that builds up from doing a diet and then relapsing and gaining weight. So there's a lot of, of, of psychological stuff that's happening there that makes it more difficult the next time. Uh, Lane Norton, in his book, he um, Fat Loss for, for Life or Fat Loss Forever, he, he cites this study, right? The human body has a fixed number of fat cells. So whatever it is, that's how many fat cells you get. When you gain weight, the fat cells get bigger. You don't get more fat cells. Mm. When you go on a serious diet, so this, there's this magical window that happens, and it's by overfeeding after a, a severe diet right? That's the magic window where your body can develop new fat cells because your body goes, we got to gain weight faster because this yeah. motherfucker was We're just dying. in a famine. We're dying. Yeah. Let's, let's yeah. make it yeah. easier to gain weight and let's make him gain weight faster. And suddenly you've got more fat cells, right? And if you do that every time, your progress is going to be less and less. Now you do whatever, whatever you achieve on like a 40 day you know, or 75 right. hard, you, you do 75 yeah. hard and you lose 50 pounds and you're like, fuck yeah. And then a year later, you're like, I got to lose 50 pounds again. Now you only lose 40. Now you got to do 85 day hard. Yeah. Now you got to do 85 <laughs> day hard. So like on top of the mental baggage that comes along with repeated failures, there's actual physical shit that happens too. That's going to make the next time and the next time and the next time harder. Oh, this is why this is why you just don't let go of the rope. And when you fuck up, you get right back on the mountain, start climbing again immediately, yeah. immediately, because then there's no harm, no foul. Just move on. You know, but guys beat beat themselves up. See, I am a failure. I knew it. And then they just eat themselves into oblivion for another six months. Right. So miserable. They got to try to get it all off again. What did I do? But if you just want to stop that day, it would have made no difference. Yeah. It wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to. Yeah. Your extra 3000 calories aren't going to ruin your life. Yeah. Get a good 10 days and you just burned it up. You're good to go. Like, yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah. You know, but yeah, I mean, it, 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 it's one of the hardest things in the world to control your food. It really is. But when you understand what you're trading, it's actually very, very easy. Right. That's what happened. So happened to you. At some point, you're like, "Oh, just ain't worth it. Just ain't worth it." Well, the the other thing that I kind of struggled with was, you know, I, I wanted every rationalization I could get. I wanted like my body's allergic, so I can't eat carbs, right? I and if that's the that's you know the, any rationalization, it's my genes. Um, you know, my my mother struggled with her weight, although she did far better than I did, but she struggled with her weight. So it's her fault. It's my parents' fault. My parents put me on a diet as a kid, so it's their fault. Like, I just didn't want it to be my responsibility for the longest time. The minute that it that I couldn't not see that it was only my responsibility, right? Like, we're surrounded by cheap and delicious food, right? Like it's, it's the government's fault. Why don't they uh, restrict sugar in drinks? And do, you know what I mean? Like they should regulate this stuff. It's poison. It's hard for me when I have to go into Best Buy and see food. That's hard for me. Like yeah. 
the minute that I couldn't see, like, no, it's just on me. It's yeah. just me. That's all it is. It, 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 you can't, you kind of can't unsee that, you know? Yep. Yep. That's the, the epiphany where he's like, damn, it's this hand that keeps putting the food in my mouth. Yeah. That's it. Like, yeah. That's it. It's so simple. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach! Give me great food. Tacos! Give me adventure. Hiking! Give me a date night. Sunset cruise! Give me some smiles. Cheese! Give me more beaches. Beaches! What's that spell? San Diego! If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. I mean, what, where, 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 where do you live? Like what city? I live between Florida and New York. Okay, cool. Yeah, but I'm in Toronto right now. Oh, that's right. You're uh, in doing Toronto a, right. doing a TV show. Yeah. So I'm in. So if you see behind me, there's a giant painting. Yeah. I think of a Canadian yes. Canadian money. That's weird. <laughs> that's, that's not, you know. Yeah. yeah, I'm on the other side. I'm in San Diego. Yeah. Yeah, for me, work is um, they they often want to put you in a hotel, and I'm like, I can't do a hotel. I need a kitchen, and I don't I don't ever trust anybody. I I show up at work with all the food I'll need for the whole day, and uh, and you know they feed you very well on a on a movie or a television set. They 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 want to feed you very well, and yeah, so yeah. I just stay away. Like it's just it's up to me, right? Yep. So. Yep. Yeah, it's a lot of truck drivers, a lot of pilots, things like that are like, I travel all the time. I'm like, I've got a whole list of motherfuckers that did it. So yeah. you have no excuses. Right. You know? I'll just show them the pictures. I'm like, this guy tra travels like 30 days out of the month, man. Yeah. DM him. <laughs> yeah. You know? And and I'm not going to lie. Traveling, traveling is probably the hardest thing for me. Yeah. You know, you, you get you get a, a delayed flight and you wind up in Atlanta or something like that. And you're, you're just in the airport for six hours or, and you, and you run out of food. That's hard. That's hard, but it's hard. Life's hard, right? What's yep. the point of life if it's all just easy? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And like, those are the moments where like, like I got to have some greater purpose. Like I have to like write, write something or like I got to work on like some social media posts or edit some videos or like, I got to have a project in the airport that I'm like excited about, you know, 
that's why men got to do shit, man. Like yeah. you got to create shit. You got to do shit. You got, you, you have to serve the world somehow. And uh, man, write a book, man. Like just write a book. People are like, write a book. I'm like, yeah, man. If you try, if you, if, if you're in an airport and you want to eat and you got six hours, start your book. You got a story. Like write your book, man. They're like, it's weird. I'm like, yeah, you'll, but you'll get excited. You'll start telling stories. You'll start writing. You'll be like, I'm writing a book. This is amazing. And you'll just get your mind off the food. You yeah. got to do something, create something, you know, or, or you got to go talk to people. That's the other thing. Like, you know, I'm going to go be sunshine in somebody's life right now. Yeah. You know? Like you just got to get away from it. Yeah. Get away from your head too. Cause yeah. your head is, can be a dark place. You can convince yourself of all kinds of crazy shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah. How long are you in Toronto for? A couple months. Okay. A couple months, but I, I've been uh, going home every weekend. I've, 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 I know the Toronto airport better than any airport on earth. And I will say it's now my least favorite airport. Like I thought LAX <laughs> was bad. This is, this is far worse. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. You know, it, it's the glamorous life huh, of like, Oh man. I guess a fireman, everyone's like, man, that's amazing. Actually, like, you're like, it ain't glamorous, bro. Like, yeah. The things I got on my hands today, like, you, yeah. you don't want to know. My life is not very different. I do a lot of meal prep. I'm at the gym and I'm at work. Like, that's pretty much <laughs> yeah. what I do. Yeah, man. It's, it's just funny how, like, the world sees things completely different than they actually are. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Well, Kyle, this has been an amazing conversation. Thank you so much. Yeah, I mean, just a great way to top off the day. Man. And now for the Q&A. Today's question comes from Peter. Hi, Peter. Peter says, I'm heading out on tour with my band. It's a three-week West Coast tour, and I'm wondering if you have any tips on maintaining protein, finding efficient ways to work out, etc., Last time we toured, it took me weeks to return back to my habits, even after I got home. The road isn't very forgiving since we're a small band driving our own van five to 10 hours a day. We get super sedentary. Our sleep schedule gets messed up. Staying at venues until 2 a.m., selling merch, and the only opportunities to move are small increments, gas stations, or the occasional off day, which is a godsend. Not to mention the gas station diet. I don't want to develop an ungrateful relationship with living my dreams as a touring music musician. Thus, I need to find ways to prioritize my fitness and health. Yes, Peter. Um, this is like an even more extreme version of what I go through as an actor when I have to go away. Like right now I'm in Toronto, but you know, when I, my travel will be like a day of travel, which always sucks. And then I'm in a place where I can start to figure it out and start to rebuild. What's my structure going to be here, right? For the time that I'm here, that where you're traveling every single day, that seems like, um, you know, I don't want to be a pessimist here, but that seems like a borderline insurmountable problem to me. Like I would have a lot of, um, anxiety about doing something like that. I think the only thing I would suggest is like, get yourself a cooler with some ice packs and as frequently as possible, go to a grocery store instead of, uh, 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 what's it called? A gas, gas station. station. Yeah. Because gas stations, while they're, I think they're getting better. They're not 
a great place to load up on lean protein, right? You, uh-huh. you know, they've got um, Slim Jims and uh, beef jerky and I don't know. I don't trust that kind of stuff. I don't like to eat that kind of stuff. Um, <laughs> I'm always relieved at a gas station when when I can find like an apple or a banana and I'm like, oh my God, or some carrot sticks. You know, sometimes you'll see that or eat the guts out of a sandwich, right? Just rip the turkey out of there. Um, but that's rare. And, you know, you can find um, some gas stations with like a Subway sandwiches uh that's kind of built into it and there you could get at least some some lunch meat right and some vegetables Uh, you know i don't know exactly how you eat but if you're trying to keep up with protein like that could be a source of it um but like i i what i would be thinking about doing is um as much uh volume stuff so like push-up squats things like that, walking as much as possible. If we, if they stop at a gas station, get your business done, pee, uh, get a drink, a bottle of water, whatever you're going to do at the gas station. And then I would literally walk in circles around the thing until it was time to leave just to keep that going and try to stock up as frequently as possible at a grocery store. Um, but, but you know, I'm going to be completely honest. Like I had, um, just recently I had to fly somewhere. Like I, I worked all night, Friday night, had to get on a plane Saturday, fly somewhere and then, uh, get on another plane Sunday, fly somewhere else. And there were multiple legs to each of these flights. None of them were direct. And by Sunday night, I was a complete mess, a basket case in Atlanta, uh, in the airport. And like, I, I just broken eight chips, you know, which is not something I would ever normally do. But like, I think when you get very fatigued, um, you know, you start to have these like <laughs> overwhelming cravings practically. And, uh, and then Monday morning I was back on my program, you know? So I think that's also, uh, key when you can stay on your program as much as you can. And if you, um, deviate, don't beat yourself up so bad that you, that it takes multiple weeks to get back into it. Yeah. Get right back on when you get home from those weeks yeah. of, of touring. Yeah. That's awesome. I, I want to say one other thing. Oh. Sorry to Peter. Yes. Sorry. I have done road trips are so brutal for me because I, I find myself wanting to be snacking on stuff and I will literally buy bags of celery and cucumbers and peppers, not, not spicy peppers, but like, um, bell peppers and just eat those. Cause it gives you a crunch and, and you basically can eat, you can't overeat that stuff. It's fiber and maybe a little bit of carbohydrates and mostly water. And like, if, those are good snacks and they kind of last a while. So you could get bags and bags of those for the van um, and try to snack on that as much as possible without reverting like like I did last Sunday to the bag of chips. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> 
Well, I hope he has some success out there on the road, both on his program and playing and everything. So let us know how it went. Uh, And thank you for sending in the question. If anyone else has a question they would like Ethan to answer, you can email us anytime at AmericanGlutton.net. Thanks for listening to this episode of American Glutton. I'm Ethan Suplee. You can follow us on Instagram at American Glutton Podcast. Sincerely.